He's mine, McLeod. You just tell me where he is and I'll be going. Amanda. What? What? You know, because I'm a woman, you want to be the hero or something? Is that what this is all about? I'm trying to save your life. You know, damn it, I don't want to be saved. I want revenge. Another new catchphrase. <laughs> Shit. I wish I didn't laugh. <laughs> do it again. I can do it again. <laughs> Welcome to Highlander Rewatched. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's a great new catchphrase, Keith. Oh, I should do a different one every week. I'm going to do a different one every week now. Yeah, of, in vain. <laughs> oh, that's your impression of me? I want in vain. Yeah. Okay, do it one more time. Welcome to Highlander Rewatched. You guys like that? Yep. One more time. You can't laugh. Welcome to Highlander Rewatched. Where each and every week we look at a new corner of the Highlander universe. And talk about it in excruciating detail. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Eamon. This is Kyle. And this is Keith. And, and this is Whoa. Keith. Jesus ah, Christ. Ah, ah, ah. My name's Keith. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Why am I getting all this shit? <laughs> Actually, this is Kyle. This is Eamon. And this is Keith. Yeah, I'm you sure. I, yeah. Are you sure? Uh, gotcha, listeners. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, should we start this off with a little special reader mail? Yeah, we yeah. Well, in the episode we did on Bless the Child... Keith specifically asked our <laughs> listeners for the breakdown of the family tree and predicted that one of our listeners, Zacko, would be able to set us straight. Well, Zacko <laughs> decided to send us some reader mail. Mm. Set us straight, Zach. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Doesn't set us straight. <laughs> and Kyle figured it out already. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was already right. Not sure. Not sure. I'm <laughs> so sure. <laughs> so he writes... Hi, Rewatchers. First, I'd like to say that I'm glad you guys are back, because that was our first episode. Uh, and what an episode to return on. My Tuesdays have just been dreadful without my normally <laughs> scheduled programming. Nice. Thanks, Zach. Anyway, he says, I would go ahead and second that The Zone is a better episode than Bless This Child. Damn. It at least had a well-dressed, if poorly written, flashback with Dr. Daniel Jackson and possibly Wolverine in there, too. So... Keith, I am flattered that you think I could sort out this mess of a family tree. Allow me to explain what I thought was going on in this clusterfuck. <laughs> I totally missed the existence of the gold mine and cattle situation. What? <laughs> That's just a side note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old Hoskins, he thought was the grandpa. And he thought uh. Sarah stole his grandchild after her daughter died. I assumed her daughter <laughs> was the baby's mom. Baby mama. What? And her grand, and so it was also her granddaughter. Ah, uh, uh, I, I think you're very wrong. This led me to being incredibly confused about <laughs> the ages because Sarah also looks to be rather young. Mm -hmm. I thought Billy was just an angry henchman, or maybe the baby's father. Baby daddy. Maybe I think I help me, daddy. <laughs> help me, help me, daddy. 
lady. That's right. Highlander, 1986. Mm. <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> I was more lost than you guys. I think I was playing Pokemon Yellow while watching this, so that might explain some of this confusion. Keep oh. up the great work, Zacko. Thank you, Zach. I also I like the way Zach signed it because his name his, his name is not like Zacko. Like <laughs> his last him, name yeah. starts with the letter O, so we call him Zach O. Uh, but he signed his name like Zacko. <laughs> anyway, we just want to give a reminder to our listeners: if you enjoy the show uh, week to week, um, feel free to head over to our GoFundMe page and feel free. Just feel totally at liberty to do this. <laughs> you may. <laughs> we give you permission. <laughs> So go over. We've got a fun GoFundMe set up to help us. Did you say a fun GoFundMe? Yeah. Oh, GoFundMe. Oh, skills. What what a new business. That could be a new. That could be like the new Uber. GoFundMe. GoFundMe. That's no. (laughs) What? GoFundMe. You just go online. You see who is in the area that wants to. Fun, fun, <laughs> fun, have fun. Yeah. Maybe have a like par- a birthday party. Go go bowling. down a slide. Oh, like a slide, a seesaw partner. Yes. So go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, visit our GoFundMe page. It would be great if you could donate to our podcast to help us produce content for you each and every week, and especially down in Florida for the 30th anniversary convention. That's right, we're right. going to be doing interviews, live podcasting, a live show, all sorts of good stuff, and giving you an inside look at the Highlander 30th anniversary convention. So donate today to help out the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So on to the episode, guys. We are talking about episode number two. Nope. Episode number 19, season numero dos. So, so good news. You're only off by 17 episodes. <laughs> The episode is titled Legacy. It first aired May 2nd, 1994, and it was directed by Paolo Barsman. We've seen him many times. He's back. He did Avenging Angel, which I liked. Everyone else hated. Uh, The Hunters. God's Chosen Nutcase. God's Chosen Nutcase. Uh, This episode was written by David Tynan, who, of course, he's written many of the great episodes, uh, most recently on Holy Alliance Parts 1 and to mm. Mm. didn't split that up between two different writers nope sometimes they do though yeah which is weird i always find so this episode guest stars elizabeth grayson she's back as amanda this is i guess her third turn as amanda lady and the tiger the return of amanda and this for every season turn 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 emile i can't pronounce this gentleman's name emile uh uh Abasolo Abasolo Mbo 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 Yeah yeah <laughs> Wow Ugh. So he's loser. Was that a bit racist? No Why was it racist? Because his all well, his last name sounds like Mbop Alright Weigh in listeners Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, So he is the villain Luther and yeah. he we might be saying the same thing. Let's say it. Three, two, two one. one. Grace he, okay. <laughs> Yes. An uncredited monkey in Grace <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. He was in a monkey suit, I guess. Was he? Yeah. Wow. He's so also anyway, in one of my favorite Jim Jarmusch movies, Night on Earth. Really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. He comes back uh, in like a couple seasons as the main character in an episode called Patient Number 7. So that's good that they've got 
him back for he's not you know like uh, i don't know why the show does this but yeah. he's back uh he does mostly like french language films so mm. he's not we don't know see him much it also stars nadia cameron 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 cameronis that's shrimp in spanish everyone oh what maurice can do with this cameronis <laughs> uh cameron blake blakey uh she is rebecca horn um she played most notably the part of Additional restaurant guest number one in Batman Begins. Oh. <laughs> wow. But she was also in Tomorrow She Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. The Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> James she Bond dies. movie. <laughs> Tomorrow She Dies. It was a movie about her impending death. She's gone now. Rest in peace. Was she actually in Tomorrow Never Dies? Yes. Okay, cool. Mm. Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movie. Not also, very good. Is her name Rebecca Horn? Yeah. Did I not catch that? Isn't that a character from Twin Peaks? I kept oh. thinking, yeah, is it, it's, yeah. Is, is her name Rebecca Horn? The wife? I thought it was the, the daughter. No. Is her name Rebecca? No. I don't have my phone on me. I can't remember. Mine's in the next room, too. Shit. Mm. I don't think it's Rebecca. Write in about this, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great after lunch. <laughs> so, if that segment's good, let's move on to the IMDb episode description. Whoop, whoop. Immortal Luther kills immortal Rebecca by holding her husband hostage. Amanda, who was once taught by Rebecca, visits Duncan to grieve. They learn that Luther believes in a myth which, which states the bearer of a magical crystal will be invincible. Realizing that Luther is trying to reassemble the crystal which Rebecca had separated and given to her disciples, then try to stop him, but not necessarily <laughs> together. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this sentence, realizing that Luther is trying to reassemble the crystal, which Rebecca had separated and given to her disciples, they try to stop him, but not necessarily together. Wow. In okay. flashback to 1850, Rebecca... Uh. Rescues newly immortal Amanda from being burned with other plague victims and teaches her to be immortal. Wow. <laughs> teaches right. her to be immortal. <laughs> In flashback to 1635. It's still going. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I dropped my notebook twice during this description. <laughs> In flashback to 1635, naive Duncan encounters his first fighting immortal women, hmm. Rebecca and Amanda. All right. That's it. There we go. Wow. That's how, that's how it ends. That's how it ends. Where, Very... When naive Duncan encounters two fighting immortal women. Oh, boy. All right. So, so open. With Dan Haggerty. Yeah. Grizzly Adams himself. Well, I thought it was Chris Christopherson doing his Sean Connery impression. <laughs> Might as just say it's Kenny Loggins. <laughs> I think we all have different proxies for this yeah. guy. Uh, so he's walking. They're walking around this location that looks like. Where Nefertiti, Nefertiti, Nefertiri, 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 Nefertiri yeah. and Duncan fought last yeah. episode. Yeah. It's also, like some old ruins. Yeah. And he's walking with Rebecca. Yep. Uh, and he's her husband, I guess, but he's older. He's mortal. Mm. And he's lamenting that, you know, she should maybe find a new husband because he's getting too he's, old. He's getting old and beardy. Yeah. Old and beardy. Catch me riding old and beardy. Gonna get me old and beardy. <laughs> So she gets the buzz, and Luther is there. Yeah, uh, and he like I don't I don't know why this guy, her husband John, like gets in the way of all. Like he just like walks right up yeah. to Luther basically and gets captured. It's a weird decision. Well, it's like protective. I'm I not. guess he's yeah trying to protect her, but it, yeah. he I'm does sure like zero. She's much better at this than he is. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. 
uh, I guess Luther exchanges his life for hers. Which is a weird choice on her part for a lot of reasons. But first and foremost, like, she, he's like, put down your sword is what Luther commands her to do. She does that. It's right in front of her, though. Uh-huh. Like, it is literally right in front of her. So then he's like, I, I'll keep my word. I'll let him go. Decks him in the face. He goes flying away. And then she's like, all right, well, I guess I'm still dead now. And it's yeah. like, you had so much time to pick that sword the fuck back up and, like, make it interesting. Yeah, she just kind of lets him decapitate. Yeah. yeah. I just don't yeah. understand it. Why Why is he doing that thing? Or is she doing that thing? Yeah. Things weren't really going well with him. She was kind of sick of him. <laughs> but not sick enough to let Luther kill him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, she gets her head chopped off and, like, an amulet falls off her neck, like this crystal yeah. thing. It's like, ooh, what's that? Who knows? Ooh. We'll f- we do soon. Yeah. So uh, the next scene is in Luther's hideout. It's um, like a weird catacomb or yeah. something with burning hot coals, and he's like flagellating himself and like just gripping the hot coals in his hands. Just yeah. like I have to say, after seeing this entire episode, I still have no clue who this character is, but I kind of like him. I just have no clue what's going on here. This may be the weakest yeah. part of the episode. Is just like less him. Like we, we I want more. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, his voice is nuts. Yeah. I have yep. no idea what's going on, but it is very compelling. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's like the North African Bane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do feel safe? Like just the way he says words is very like seemingly unnatural, but very interesting. Yeah. So he has this cool character trait thing that he like hurts himself. Yeah. So he says he feels alive. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was kind of a cool thing that an immortal might do. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it, g- it gave like a cool edge to his character or whatever it's like yeah different. Was, like he had like a gimmick yeah i was like expecting that to like link into some kind of like religious thing like he's atoning or he's doing something like that because that's part of a lot of varying religious traditions but it doesn't yeah. really come back into the episode at all no or it could have been cool if he like trained himself not to feel pain like to like he's had centuries to get accustomed to pain mm-hmm. and so it makes him a better fighter that he can you know take some damage Oh, what's the, speaking of terrible Pierce Brosnan movies, Yeah, which is, that's the premise of one of the bad ones. Oh, that's uh, Die Another Day? The World Is Not Enough? No. Wait. I don't know. It's on a submarine. I remember they fight on a submarine, No, right? that's Tomorrow Never Dies. I haven't seen those movies in so long. I always They're get my Brosnans good. confused, except for Goldeneye. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's The World Is Not Enough. That's what I think it is, too. Mm. Yeah. That's where, like, he has the thing in his brain. Right. Yeah. He can't feel pain. Yeah. And Denise Richards is in it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's that right. Christmas yeah, yeah. Uh, only comes. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Gross. That's how that movie ends. Yep. And somebody's watching them have sex with, like, a thermal. Isn't that what happens? They're always watching them fuck at the end of James Bond movies. Q <laughs> <laughs> will have, like, a robot in there. It's like, oh, time to go. Yes. Double <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Also, we didn't reveal that Rebecca, in their dialogue, it's revealed that Rebecca is the one who taught Luther how to fight. Right. She taught him what he knows. Right. And uh, two goons visit Luther in his catacomb, and he tells them to stalk uh, Rebecca's husband's funeral. Right. Yeah. And then he presses a flaming hot coal into the goons' hands yeah. for funsies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the barge. Maurice is eating Max croissants. 
This is such an odd scene. Uh, he wants him to invest in his brother's truffle hunting pig. Right. But Mac is on his laptop looking at, quote unquote, financial statements. <laughs> They're called financial statements. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants him to buy the truffle pig. And he's like, and Maurice is trying to sell him up by going, but I know this pig. <laughs> he was like, I know him. Like, it's like a brother. Amanda shows up. It's like a sort of reveal, but I like you can see her face when she walks up on the barge. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. They try to make it like mysterious that she's like, show, like, who's this person coming? And it's like, it's clearly Amanda. <laughs> like, yeah. The return of the return of Amanda. But uh, I kind of like the way the scene is played. Like she, I mean, Amanda's a great character, I think. But mm. like she's putting off that she's upset about something like Max right. like, Oh, what are you here to do? Rob some stuff. And she's like, yeah, that's it. Like, uh, and she tries to be all like kind of Polly with Mac. Mm-hmm. Polly. Yeah. Like P A W like pawing, pawing, Sure. Wow. Why did I choose those words? <laughs> anyway, sure. why, why'd you make up that word? I don't know. <laughs> she's being very, I don't know why you did that. Keith. <laughs> she's being very affectionate with Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's to cover up the fact that she's very upset. She's hoi. Yep. And uh, this is the first time I've noted Mac's new catchphrase. Goodbye, Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) That is how every interaction with Maurice ends. Yeah. So she reveals that Rebecca is dead and she says they don't know who did it. Mm. So we get a flashback to 850 AD and there's a title card to let us know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Pretty cool. I still don't get why they don't do it all the time. Yeah. I don't know either. And do they do it in the next episode? I don't think so. Very strange. It is very strange. This is a cool flashback. It looks great. Yeah. yeah so like we're in the pl- we're in like plague ridden London, guessing, or just some plague ridden English mm-hmm. town. And Amanda, there's someone going like, "Bring out your dad." Yeah. And Amanda takes this opportunity to sneak into a plague house and steal some bread and then she's like chased down by these plague goons and like pretty savagely like conked on the head and uh yeah it was pretty messed up and then they're gonna <laughs> and then they're gonna burn her yes. yeah and it's like well they're really upset that she's like they yell at her they're like she stole the bread and it's like out of the house that you marked with an x that's like presumably empty you know what i mean i don't know also how do they know i don't that know she stole bread like it doesn't like read from the distance she like hides it it's like yeah ah. It's very yeah. strange. But yeah. I guess she's always been a thief. Yeah. And respect. these guys are monsters. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're going to burn her. But uh, the immortal Rebecca Horn sees her because she's just hanging out. And she's like hanging out with her sword drawn. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> I assume she draws her sword for the occasion. Yeah. Was she like posing for a picture? <laughs> so she rescues Amanda yeah. and takes her back to her castle. Also, they I think it's revealed that they kill her. She dies. Yeah, she's dead. She yeah. dies oh, yeah. from the savage from the, beating they yeah. give her. Like, he really wallops her on the head. Like, <laughs> yeah. bam. So, and Regan, like, rolls up on a white horse wearing all white with a sword drawn. Yeah. This is our first, like, new origin story for, like, a another immortal besides, like, Mac. Like, we don't get a lot of backstory on some of the other characters. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Which, like, sometimes would be fun for some of these villains. Mm-hmm. Like, And we started seeing, like, flashbacks to other immortals in episodes like the Pharaoh's Daughter. Yeah. We got some flashbacks to those, but they, like, weren't very compelling. No. This is some good shit. Yeah, this is really good. So Rebecca is going to teach Amanda how to read, how to fight, mm-hmm. all the sort of stuffs. Make her a lady. I love the way Rebecca s- explains reading. She's, like, flipping. She's, like, staring at this book, like, Bleh. and she's, like, there are words. Written 
by people. <laughs> <laughs> also, Amanda's like voice in this stage, she sounds like Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, she sounds like this. Like, <laughs> Who's a better thief? <laughs> thief. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I like that Amanda has a British accent. That's kind of, I mean, I think it's cool that she has like changed her voice. Are they in England? I think so. But later they say this is Rebecca's ruin and they're in Paris. Oh, that's right. Mm. Maybe they are in France. I don't know. Or maybe she took her to France. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, Rewatchers. You know what's coming up this December? That's right. The 30th anniversary gathering. Why wait a lifetime when you can only when you only need to wait 30, 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> Head on over to LashConEvents.com. That's L-A-S-H-C-O-N Events.com to purchase your tickets for a once-in-a-lifetime gathering of Highlander fans from around the globe in Lakeland, Florida, December 3rd and 4th. Guests include Christopher Lambert, Adrian Paul, David Abramowitz, F. Bromick Ash, Elizabeth Grayson, Ken Gord, John Mosby, and many more. Mostly your rewatchers. That's right. We'll be there, too. Uh, so you can stop by our booth, visit us, and of course, uh, there will be two Adrian Paul Sword Experiences, a fan class hosted by Elizabeth Grayson, and a knife combat class taught by Swordmaster himself, Efron McAsh. That's right. Make sure to head on over to LashConEvents.com today to get your tickets. So, back in the present. <laughs> they cut to the graveyard. Mac and Amanda are at Rebecca's funeral. All the funerals in Highlander are always vastly underattended. Yeah, there's one person there. It, oh, and it's her it, husband. Is it actually, yeah. well, I always assume it's like the aftermath of the funeral. Yeah. Like the so funeral are Mac and Amanda late to the funeral? Because that's the other thing I was going to mention is that everyone is always late to funerals. They just took yeah. like a walk around the grounds after the funeral. Okay. I'm thinking. I mean, it's like, oh, the longer I live, the more attached I get to myself. Doesn't want to die. So another flashback to 1635. Uh, Max eating an apple, looking like a boss. As usual, I feel like Adrian Paul can put on like any costume, and I'm like, nice. Yeah, like, like a boss. <laughs> Max like walking around a market, and some guys selling tomatoes, and be like, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> and like, well, what do you think it is? And it's Max like, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like food from the new world. That's kind of neat. I like it. Yeah. Again, great. the set looks great, or the location looks great. Uh, so Max gets the buzz. He comes around a corner and is confronted with. Amanda and Rebecca. And what the fuck are they wearing? They're dressed up like mummers. Yeah. <laughs> they have like these big hats with like feathers in them and puffy pants and sashes and swords. They're dressed like a made up version on an acid trip of the Three Musketeers. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, they're, they're wondering which one of them is going to fight him. And Mac just goes, but you're English <laughs> and you're women. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty great. Yeah, he's very confused by this. But Amanda, like, kisses him. Mm -hmm. And I guess Rebecca kind of scolds her for that later. He's like, she, he could have killed you. And Amanda's like, oh, but I can use my, you know, prowess as a lady. Like, my sexuality to disarm men as well. So that was good. Yeah, and she steals his gold. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> my notes, for some reason, and it's in quotes, said, I found something better than a sword. What is that? What is that about? Why did I write that? Uh, she says she's penis. I, 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 is that a dick joke? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I took note of that too because I was like, "What the hell?" I think she says she found oh, she's found gold. a better weapon than, than a, a sword, oh, which I is know. her sexuality. 
Yeah. Mm. Okay. I thought she was talking about his dick, too. Yeah, not, not <laughs> a dick joke. But they're walking, and uh, Rebecca is scolding Amanda for stealing his gold, and they turn a corner, and Mac's waiting for them. Just pretty cool. Yeah. Batman. 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 <laughs> Batman. This is like Batman begins. Yeah. This, this is the first the time true he's done that. Batman. Back. Max around the corner. Uh, yep. He demands his gold back and he's like, We should all get a drink together, best friends. And I'll he like pay. puts his arm yeah. around yeah. both of them and is just like strutting yeah. with these two lovely ladies. Yeah. It's funny. Who would be more lovely in something that wasn't this giant puffy suit, but that <laughs> doesn't matter. That's a funny, funny, funny scene, funny introduction. Yeah, it's good. But you're women! <laughs> uh, so then back in the present, we see Luther and his two goons, I like guess, are spying. through binoculars? Yes. It's, like, kind of goofy. They remind me of, like, the Beagle Boys or something. <laughs> the um, who? The Beagle Boys from uh, DuckTales. Oh. Uh, They're yeah. three brothers who are always, like, trying to steal Scrooge's money. <laughs> but, of course. Mac gets the buzz. And this scene brought up a lot of questions for me initially. It kind of gets explained away later. Yeah, it gets because explained away. I guess Amanda's lying. But yeah. at first, Max like, did you, did you feel that? that? Yeah. And she's like, nope. And I'm like, holy shit, how does this work? Yeah. Uh, turns out she's just fibbing. Yep. Yeah. But uh, that's a pretty crazy fib. Like, oh, no, I didn't feel the immortal buzz. Like, Well, she's trying to throw Mac off the trail because she wants to kill Luther herself and knows that if Mac finds out about it, he's going to do his Mac thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the buzz like feels like. Like, does it... could you feel something that's similar to the buzz, like a panic attack? You know what I mean? Like, what, because for her to be like, I didn't feel it. Maybe Mac would just be like, oh, maybe that was just like, I don't know, indigestion, a spot huh. of mustard yeah. or a piece I of wonder. bad beef. beef. Um, <laughs> that's more fried beef than a brave about you, Luther. <laughs> uh, and also there was another like interesting buzz, buzz bit, buzz tidbit here. Uh, he mentioned something about he's like, oh, I, I don't feel him anymore or something like because we've, we've always wondered. It's like, do you feel the initial oh, buzz? Like. Or does stay. it like stay? Yeah. And so mm. I think this is kind of confirmation that it stays. Yeah. That you always feel when they're around. Hmm. Mm. One thing I just wanted to note is like, Amanda says, I don't think John should be alone. And then Duncan's like, he's not alone. He's with Rebecca. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Not like, metaphorically, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, literally, I don't think he should be, be alone. alone. <laughs> like For like either physical safety or depression reasons. Yeah. And, and Max's like, no, there's another person right over there. They're just in a box. Yeah. <laughs> and Mac has already and found him several feet. And he's been like, I think that, that has something to do with the, the murder. Yeah. And he still wants to leave John alone. Yep. I don't get it. Young nope. Loggins can take care of himself. All right. He's, he's been to the danger zone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, we cut to a jewelry show. I guess Mac is, has taken Amanda to a jewelry show to cheer her up. Yes. Look at but all it's these also things like, I could steal. Yeah. But, but he's also worried that she's going to steal everything. So yeah. he's like just like dangling a carrot in front of her. He's actually yeah. just going to make her feel worse. Yeah. He's like, hey, you want to go and almost do your favorite thing but not do it? <laughs> uh, Amanda in the scene is wearing a crystal necklace. Uh, it's similar to the one Rebecca had. Oh. Uh, and then in the middle of this jewelry show, these goons come in wearing like pantyhose on their face. Mm-hmm. They look so goofy because it's just like the <laughs> translucent pantyhose. Yeah. Uh, and they steal some jewelry and they steal her crystal. Um, so Mac but won- leave behind all the good shit. Right. Uh, so Mac wonders, like, what's so special about that? They came here clearly for a reason. We now know. That Amanda knew the whole time, of course, that that Luther was around. And there's, like, some myth about these crystals, apparently. Yeah, she, she's she been hiding this for Mac because of, I guess, the crystals or because she wants revenge on Luther. Um, but they find this out because they go visit John, who's looking for 
his wife's version of this crystal in the field or whatever. Right. So uh, we find out that all of Rebecca's students are dead, except for Amanda and Henry Valjean. Yeah. And he lives in Paris. Uh, so they are going to go visit him to see what the deal is with the, uh, the crystal. Also, yeah, we find out this crystal makes people, immortals, ten times more powerful, I think they say. Something like that. It's like a very specific number, like ten <laughs> times more powerful. It's over 9,000 times more powerful. <laughs> so they go to Valjean's house. Uh, his secretary or assistant, like, answers the gate. Yeah. Amanda's funny in this scene. Like, she makes up a whole thing about that they're, like, insurance claim investigators. And, like, she's really quick on her toes because Max seems, like, very impressed. Like, yeah, how quickly she's lying. She's a pro. But then, Kyle, we get your favorite uh, Highlander trope. Which one? The secretary is giving all, all the, the information. Yeah. yeah, just bad receptionists. Bad yeah. receptionists because she just we, spills all the beans about everything. So <laughs> like, we find out that Valjean left a few days ago and told her to hide the crystal. Then we find out that police, alleged police, were asking yeah. about it, which are presumably Luther's goons. They ask about it. She tells them where it is. Yep. Then she tells them where it is, and she's like, oh, I gave, I gave it to my son so he could hide it. Do yeah. you want to know where he hid it? Like, <laughs> why are you telling anybody any of this? What was you were to hide it. Hide yeah. it. <laughs> so is Valjean dead? Uh, I think so. No. Yeah, or, is he, or did he bounce town to get away from Luther? I think he just bounced. I think the poli- police were investigating. Like, why were Fake the police? Fake Luther goon police were investigating. Yeah. But what's the insurance claim for? A robbery. There was a robbery. And that's oh, why so the they were robbed. Maybe they showed up first to rob the house. Like he bounced, for the told her to hide the jewel, and then they tried to find it. They mm. couldn't. But then why? Mac is fake cops. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. Mac and Amanda insurance adjusters show up. That's actually just going to be the next Highlander spinoff. Is actually just going to be Amanda's an actuary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we cut to the sons' like antique shop. Yeah. Max like, oh, you got a lot of nice stuff there. And, like, it kind of looks like a bunch of junk, Duncan. Like, So how did we get to that entire bit without a way Miz joke? Yeah, Henry Valjean. I know. At last, <laughs> we see each other praying. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Next. So they're at Paul's shop. Yep. So Paul just whips this stone out. And he's like, oh, yeah, here it is. Check it out. Uh, it doesn't have any value. And then Matt gets the buzz, so he just leaves and tells Amanda to stay, and Amanda doesn't stay. No, and then just instantly the guy gets robbed. Yeah. She walks yes. away, instantaneous robbery. So then Matt and Amanda tail these goons and split up. Matt karate's his goon. Amanda's goon <laughs> is like turning a corner, running past a car, and then she smashes him in the face with a frying pan. It's where, like a wood Where did she walk. get the frying pan? Yeah. It's amazing. And she <laughs> tanks this guy. Like, yeah. He is it's oh, like yeah. you just murdered this guy. <laughs> so Matt comes back. Matt came back the very next day. Um, Amanda's upset because her goon did not have the crystal. And he's like, ooh, mine did. I got it. Uh, and then he makes some jokes about her, like the first time he's ever seen her with like a <laughs> frying pan, which I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess she doesn't cook much. <laughs> character building. Guys. Yeah. I've got a more enriched view of this character now. That well, issue. it's not in the Watcher Chronicles, so this is only mm. the stuff you can get from deep watching of Highlander. Deep watching. Where'd she get Darkness this Darkness 36. <laughs> deep watching. Is this watching as deep as the engravings on that sundial? Oh, sundial? No. The answer is no. <laughs> so, 
they've got this crystal. Uh, they're back on the barge, and they're having, I guess, an argument about what to do with Luther. Mac wants to go after him because he says he's better with a sword. And also we get this impression like he's trying to protect Amanda, but Amanda doesn't really want to be protected. Amanda is a strong, modern woman. That's right. Who's way older than Mac. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, wants to get revenge. Mm-hmm. I don't get why Mac is so, like, convinced that he is better. I mean, is he just better? I guess. I he's, get the impression. I mean, yeah. he's also, like, a foot taller than her. Yeah. And, like, a towering, muscular man. Yeah. That's got to help in the context of sword fighting. Sure. Yeah. I think this is, like, a really nice emotional scene. Like, Mac is a little confused, I guess, at first. Like, well, he's like, well, why did you even come to me if you don't want my help? And right. she's like, well, I wanted to be with you. Because, like, you know, Maurice, I think, points this out a little later. That he's like, you're in love with Mac. She's like, oh, I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I think this this scene is, like, the some of the subtlety in this, I think, is pretty nice. I agree with that. So, first they ascend to godhood. <laughs> uh, and then wake up in the morning. And she thinks Mac is there delivering her breakfast bed. He made coffee successfully. Oh, uh, that's right. In a French the press. coffee returns. Yeah. But alas, no. It is, in fact, Maurice, and she is very naked. Yep. Yeah. Maurice is just in Mac's bedroom, like, serving her food, like, creepily looking at her sleep. Yep. Very creepy. So Mac has somehow found Luther. <laughs> I'm not sure how. How does he? Yeah, I don't know. Like he just, just finds him. I mean, yeah. I, I get this. Like the idea is Mac snuck out and wants to take care of this without her knowing. But I don't know how. Maybe he's he located. got it out of his goon. Yeah, I didn't actually think about it too hard, but I have no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't tell you. Yeah. So anyway, Mac says he doesn't have the crystal. Like he's there to fight Luther, and when he yeah. tells him that he doesn't have it, Luther goes Bat Mac. <laughs> And has like a smoke pellet thing. Uh, in no, yeah, no, he th- it's the hot coals. He throws oh. water on the hot coals, oh. causing them to steam up. Was he holding water? I don't remember that. I yeah. thought he had like a little smoke bomb. Well, no, it was definitely the coals. But I was like, why oh. did the coals like flare up at that moment? But yeah, he definitely throws something on him. I don't know yeah. where he gets the water, but you know, <laughs> that's fine. Where he just water- keeps it on him. Yeah. <laughs> where did the lighter fluid? Yeah, come from? Wherever did the lighter fluid come from? <laughs> uh, so we're back on the barge. And this, uh, we we talked about that weird establishment. two things Maurice knows about. <laughs> Food and love. We talked uh, in the last episode about that weird shot of the museum where it's like a Dutch angle and it's really yeah. wide. This has the strangest establishing shot. It's like a close-up of the ground and a little bit of the barge. Like, I had to, I was like, what the, where are we? Like, it's like really abstracted. I don't know why they didn't just use any old shot they had of the barge, but... There was a weird shot of the sidewalk. Large barge. P.B. Herman. So anyway, Amanda's very relieved to see Mac, and she calls him out on his, like, sexism. She's like, you're just trying to be a man. I can take care of myself. Do the guy thing. Yep. Uh, yeah, and that was which, the clip we played at the top of the episode. Yeah, which she's, I mean, she's right to an extent. You know, he should let her make her own decisions. If she thinks she's up to this fight, she should be allowed to handle it. Like, yeah. he can't just fight for her forever. That's not mm-hmm. the deal but he cares about her which is why he did it yeah so yeah i don't think he's like completely being blatantly sexist or anything like that i think he's legitimately like i also love her and i want to i want to help yeah so we also get a little character building on maurice here because we discovered that he was fired for stealing wine from his from his cooking job (laughs) he was just tasting like four bottles of it uh, so we get another flashback to 1853. Amanda is training with Rebecca. Yeah, this is so it's fine. Like, it's I like mean, a sword fight, and basically Rebecca's just like, you've learned enough. Yeah. You can go on your own. I think this is meant to like give you some of the 
emotional content mm-hmm. as to why she's so keen on fighting with Luther. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get to see her give her a piece of this crystal, John. Right. right. Glowing piece of the awesome rock. Radical rock. <laughs> radical it's a rock. radical rock. <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about the aggro crag. Do you know that Mike O'Malley is in Sully, the Sully movie? No way. He's got like a major part. Really? I saw him in the trailer and I was like, what? What about Mo? Is Mo in it? No, no Mo. No, no Mo? No Mo. No Mo Mo. <laughs> no, no Mo. <laughs> no Mo, no Mo. One thing I wanted to say about uh, Luther totally buys into this crystal having magical powers and making him, he says, invincible. And Mac is like, nope, this isn't a thing. Nope. This is a myth. I find it interesting that Mac is so, like, like doubtful or, yeah. I mean, I'd be doubtful about it. No, sure. Why is this rock going to, like, specifically increase the power of an immortal? What's that even mean? Also, obviously, Rebecca used to have all the pieces of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So So if it was so valuable, why did she break it up? Yeah. Give so it's, it out. It's a silly plan from jump on Luther's part. But his whole thing is like he he's like, Why wouldn't I even if it's not real, why wouldn't I try to Yeah. Why wouldn't mm. I figure it out for myself? Mm. Which is a fair enough point. I mean True. you are you are a discreet magical thing, Luther. You are an immortal being. Like why not chase what else you got something better to do? Why not That's chase true. down this thing? Yeah, that's, a good that's pretty cold blooded that he kills her and all of her former sh- former students. Like, ugh. yeah, that's yeah. messed up. So back in the present, uh, Mac locks up the crystal like in a trunk or something, and then they do it again. They do it again. <laughs> <laughs> they do it again. <laughs> they reascend to godhood. <laughs> anyway, so Amanda steals what she thinks is the crystal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the next day, there. Mac is like asleep. It's, yeah. it's her turn to pull this like sneak away maneuver. I would yeah. think that Maurice also came and made Mac breakfast <laughs> <laughs> as a result of this whole thing, but we don't get to see that. Maybe Mac finally gets the coffee he's always wanted from Maybe. his boy Maurice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she goes outside, and I guess she notices this the night before. Like the goons are out there waiting for her. Yeah. Uh, so she like strikes a bargain with them. She tells them to go like distract Mac. While she meets Luther. And she calls Luther and she's like, we're going to meet and settle all this stuff. Distract the Mac. And of course, during this, I found this music. Eamon, we differ, I think, on this. I found this music crazy (laughs) and annoying. I called it laser music. Uh, It's like lots of just weird electronics. And it's like... I kind of liked it. I don't know why. Interesting. But it was crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's not music we've heard before in this show. So Mac wakes up and the goons confront him and he very hastily... Dispatches all of them with this weird like hook with stick a hook thing. Thing. Can you swim? It's like the yeah. thing you uh, like. You're supposed to like tie up your rope with, like to get the rope off your boat. Ah, uh, okay. He throws him into the river. That is funny, Kyle. When he says he's about to leave, then he double checks. Like, can you swim so that yeah. the guy doesn't drown? Drown. Yeah. yeah. So we're at the uh, the old ruins where we were at the uh, beginning of the episode with Luther and Rebecca, and uh, it's fighting time. My notes for this just say silly questions about a good fight. <laughs> Which is, one, why are there hay bales everywhere? (laughs) Like, huge stacks of hay bales. Why is there a huge old-timey wagon? Yeah. (laughs) Why do they take their coats off at the same time? (laughs) Why are they wearing the exact same costumes? They are both wearing blue shirts with, like, black pants Hmm. for unknown reasons. They, like, literally mirror each other. Yeah. And they both, like, took off their coats at the same time. They both take the same roll in the hay, the same roll (laughs) through the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. I don't quite understand what's going on here, but the hay features prominently. 
<laughs> yeah, does. so well, they're, they're fighting on top of like a really large stack of hay. And I'm yeah. just like, this well, this is later, right? That's Mac. Oh, sorry, the oh, Ma- yeah. Mac. We have to get Mac and Luther are in the same costumes, right? I was a little disappointed that like Luther defeats Amanda like very quickly. right away. Yeah, uh, and like he really bests her. Like, yep, he disarms her. She's on the ground. Like it's curtains for Amanda. Yeah. I was just kind of bummed because it's like, oh, like shouldn't you be like? I don't know. I feel like I would have liked to seen Amanda really hold her own. Yeah, uh, but so he's about to kill her, and then all of a sudden. Mac is just sitting there. Yeah. Like, yep. Sitting he's just, there. Just chilling. No yeah. buzz, nothing. He's like, oh, surprise to see me. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out he has the crystal. And so Amanda opens her crystal bag and, like, just a rock comes out. So I guess she didn't, she didn't check. She didn't yeah. check. Yeah. So she's just full of shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Maurice keeps his shrimp. Yeah. The things I could do with shrimp. <laughs> I wish that was true. The things I could do with crystals. Uh, so then Mac and Luther get into it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this fight's okay, I guess. I think it's fine. This, the hay thing is weird. I There's mean, like, so much hay. They're trying you, to like switch it up. Yeah. It's like we're in the middle of a big field. Like, ah, how do we make this well, interesting? Fighting it's on like, top of hay is not like <laughs> exciting. I don't know. He's good. The guy's good. Yeah. Luther. I don't know. Mbop. Yeah, he's pretty Mbop. good. Mbop's pretty good. There, there's also some like weird sped up film in yeah. this fight, too, which I was like, wow, we haven't seen that for mm. 25 episodes. Like, why is that here? Can we talk about this quickening? Oh, yeah. Because Mac wins. Yep. Spoiler alert. This is such a dramatic quickening. Like, he's in front of some green screen footage and all these clouds rush in. Well, it's the daytime. So I guess they're sticking to that thing where they're like, oh, daytime quickenings aren't good. Yeah. So they're like, let's just make it nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> so the clouds go crazy, and then all of a sudden it's night, and then stuff in the field was filled with gasoline because everything just starts exploding. Yeah. Everything explosions. just blows up, yeah. including the hay bales. Yeah. <laughs> which Mac like does like a tumble off, like he just like does a flip front flip off the hay bales. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a level. There's seven like wizard, a lightning so. snake that goes around McLeod's sword too. Yeah. It's. I mean, they're always trying to switch things up, which I think is good because yeah. it does get it would get boring if if these were always the same. I think we'd really be criticizing them so whatever i don't know i guess it's fun no it's perfectly fine the the flipping off the hay bale thing i laughed out loud <laughs> at i was dying he also does like a weird little dance like there's a low shot <laughs> angle and he does like this weird looks like he's like freestyle rapping or something <laughs> he is yeah <laughs> a mac a mac a mackety mac 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 that's his rap <laughs> mackety mac don't talk back <laughs> Oh, boy. 50% savings special purchase. Stay twice as warm for half the price. Highlander (laughs) Four Seasons Jacket. We've cut the price by half, so they're really reinforcing this half price thing. Yeah. On our epic Four Seasons Jacket, so that you can battle the elements with ease and in great Highlander style. (laughs) Fall, winter, spring, or summer. (laughs) The unique convertible design and creative use of -of state-of-the-art fabric technology (laughs) means you'll be prepared for action in any weather conditions and in any season. The lightweight but weather-resistant nylon Talsan outer shell breezes through spring and summer, while the reversible nylon ripped stop and cozy Arctic fleece jacket harbors against the cool autumn nights. When things get real nasty, slip the shell over your fleece and warmth 
Dry what? <laughs> Slip the shell over your fleece and warmth and dryness are locked in. <laughs> oh, walk in that dryness. Beautifully detailed and ruggedly crafted. It's like having four jackets in one and at one fantastic price. Look at all you get in this four-in-one jacket. <laughs> outer shell, silky smooth nylon taslan outer shell. I can't say that word. Is highlighted, <laughs> highlighted oh, by a pair of snap close hand warmer pockets, pair of deep snap close chest pockets, sturdy zipped and snap front, and concealed drawstring hood. Highlander Ooh. sword logo is embroidered on the zippered sleeve pocket. Cool. Highlander. Rubber patch. Light as a feather. Polyfill. Inner lining adds warmth without adding bulk. Deep interior pocket, too. Highlander logo is embroidered on back of nylon inner shell. Reverses to fleece shown at right. (laughs) (laughs) Reversible inner shell. There's more? Yeah, there's more. God. Cozy Arctic fleece with pair of hand warmer pockets. Reverses. Just fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> this coat doesn't exist. <laughs> like all well, this fashion fiction. <laughs> <laughs> fashion fiction. Reverses to active rib stop nylon in black and silver with bold Highlander. There can only be one embroidery on back. There can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> does it actually say that? It does. <laughs> I got it wrong. I got the Oh no, it does say there can be a my bad. That's like the Chinatown knockoff version. Yeah. <laughs> there can only be one. That's my uh, dyslexia. <laughs> or just isn't there one? <laughs> then it says send us your favorite photo in Highlander wear and win a fabulous gift if we use it in our next catalog. And then there's a picture Highlander fan Highlander fan climbing a glacier in Alaska. A what? A glacier. (laughs) (laughs) Notice the Highlander shades, it says. Oh, nice. So, uh, guys, this is 50% off. Oh. Special savings. Are we we guessing the pre-sale or the post-sale So, we're going to guess both. We're going to guess the pre-sale and then... Divide that by half, baby. <laughs> and, and, then just, and then just immediately do a math test. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's four jackets in one. That's four jackets. So I'm going to say they're probably charging like at least 100 bucks per jacket. He's going 400 bucks. I think, the, I think the original price of this was like 400 and something dollars. I'll uh, say 400. I think it's 200. Kyle wins. Of course I do. How much was it? Two hundred and forty-nine dollars. Wow! For small, medium, large, extra large, extra extra large, extra 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 large. <laughs> wow! I wonder fans really needed that <laughs> those extra extras. <laughs> there can only be one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the uh, the little end cap to this episode, uh, Amanda, I guess is. Kind of mad at Mac for interrupting. Uh, yeah. It's like very. This is back to like their like love hate relationship dynamic, mm-hmm. which is always kind of fun. She's like, "Well, you shouldn't have interrupted." Like, and he's like, "Well, you would have been dead." And it's funny because uh, obviously she's happy that he interrupted. Right. So Mac gives her a crystal, which I guess is the one. Well, I guess that was the one he took from Valjean. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, this isn't like your crystal, but it's one of them." And she's like, yeah. "Oh, good." And then she's like, "Maybe we should go find the other ones." He's, he's like, like, "I knew it." Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's good. Um, and that's, uh, that's it. That's it. This episode, for I mean, some, just, just for looking some back on the I'm... two episodes, the two episodes we 
have recorded recently, like we spent a lot. Like this episode moves along. Like there's kind of not much plot to this. Yeah. Well, because or is a, it because it's a good episode? I don't it's know. A, well, it's a good episode. Also, it's very like emotionally driven. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot of fairly straightforward but emotionally rich dialogue which is good yeah which yeah. is great no i'm glad totally that great. this this isn't like a big plot heavy like there's not a lot of weird questions i have uh but it's good because it's replaced with emotional content yeah right. like you feel that amanda's genuinely upset about this mm-hmm. you are invested in defeating luther mm-hmm. so yeah i like this top pretty much top to bottom honestly i wish things were reversed so the entire scene where a where Mac drops in on Luther in like his weird blue pit. We didn't even talk about how blue that's that scene was. It's <laughs> yeah. very blue, and I don't know why. Daba di dabi die. Um <laughs> But Yeah. I wish that was Amanda. Yeah. And Amanda doesn't have the crystal. So he fucks off. Then Mac is the one who pulls the switcheroo the next time, goes to get Luther. Luther's gonna beat Mac. Amanda shows up with the crystal like she saves the day yeah that would be better I would have been more invested in this episode I think in like the catharsis of her actually getting her vengeance she hasn't had a moment on the show really yet even like the return of Amanda she doesn't really do anything and in this she's the lady in the tiger she takes Lucius Malfoy's head by breaking the rules we had questions about serious questions about but it would be better because she has like a really great line when her and Mac are arguing about who should fight Luther he's like I have a better chance to beat him and she's like but I have a better reason and so again it like ties in you know her winning the fight has to do with her emotionally being like invested in what this fight means to her right you know She's going to be the best she's ever going to be. Well, right. Not just because Mac has muscles and he's like, well, I'm bigger, yeah. so I can fight him. And it's like, no, she can, you know, she has the will to beat him. So it Yeah. Would, it would be cool to see, like, a really emotionally charged fight like that. Yeah. Which I don't think we've seen too much of, really. I mean, the no. closest thing I think of is, like, Richie fighting Mako in yeah. Color of Authority. Yeah. Because like, he's really keyed up during that fight. Yeah. This is a good episode, but it doesn't, like, doesn't really grab onto me like certain other ones I really liked. But it has everything you want. Yeah. It's got almost everything I want. Yeah. The thing this doesn't have is like a real moral question at the heart of it. Right. I'm okay with that. Again, I think because it's supplanted by emotional stuff. Yeah. No, I think that's like the complete package, though, on on a Highlander episode. Mm-hmm. But this is like damn close. Great villain. I yeah, so great. wish we had more he's, of this villain. He's, he's easily, yeah, he's a little underutilized. Yeah, so underutilized for how like compelling and kind of weird he is. Yeah. Like yeah. they gave him all these interesting quirks. His voice, I would just watch anybody with that voice. Yeah. Like he's Well, then he's just he's just kind of a bad guy. Like there's no reason why like why did Rebecca take him as a student and why did he turn against her? That could have been interesting ground to delve into. Even but if I, they had just even mentioned it. Like yeah. what happened to him? Like yeah. or I think she does mention that Rebecca uh, he was the only person Rebecca wasn't sure if she really trusted. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's, I mean, there's just between some not trusting somebody and that person coming back and murdering you yeah. and like taking your husband hostage. Yeah. That's like strange. Next level. Mm. And she didn't seem surprised. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was curious about what all that was about. But interesting stuff. Good all around. Mm-hmm. How many quickenings did Mac get out of this one? What's our calculation on? Oh, wow. So he gets Rebecca's, he gets. He has to get Rebecca Luther. Possibly Val Johns. Possibly, yeah. We're not sure if he's dead or not. 
How many students did Rebecca have if Luther got all of them? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Do they ever mention how many pieces of the crystal there are? Because presumably, if they're divided evenly among the students, then we'll know. Though we do at one point see the case when she hands Amanda the crystal. I did not count any pieces there were. But my memory says there were at least five. Yeah. It looked yeah. like one of those oranges you get, chocolate oranges, oh, yeah, where you like, smash, smash it. it. <laughs> or I guess a real orange. Yeah, it's <laughs> like one of those real oranges that has slices. Yeah. It's one of these real oranges. You you like kind of peel it, and you take the pieces out. And like you put them in your mouth, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or you squeeze it in a glass. How do, how do you divide seven apples among eight people? Make ample shares. Right. Orange juice. Was that, um, the, was that the game? Did I just win the game <laughs> just again? Won the game. game again. Damn, I'm not a champion. <laughs> Don't even have to I play. I snuck it in. We didn't even need the theme song. Uh, Speaking of, we'll hit the theme. Bang it, bang it, bang it, bang Guys, it's game time. Game That's right. Game sauce. So we're going to play a new game today. Uh, this is basically how to describe this game. It's kind of like Pyramid. So you are going to, or out, was it Outburst, where you have to guess someone, get somebody to guess the words on a card without saying that word. Does that make yes, sense? So if I had... Or like Taboo. Taboo, right. So of. if the word on my card was mm-hmm. car, I would be like, you driving one on the highway. And then you would say car, and you would get a point. Right. So we are going to do a Highlander-themed... Taboo. 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 Uh, so you guys are going to play with each other, I suppose. And I'm going to give you a minute, and there are 10 cards, and you get a point for each one you get right. So right. how exactly does this work? So Kyle, you are going, or Eamon, here. Eamon, you're going to give first. So okay. here are your cards. Don't look at them. I'm not giving them yet. Okay. Hold on. Uh, so when I start the clock, you're going to flip it off. Flip it off? I don't know. Uh, and you're going to start asking Kyle... Or giving him clues to get him to answer things. I don't know. This is just for fun, guys. Yeah. Okay. So this is so because we're like kind of on a team. So there's no yeah. way I can. There's really no way I can beat Eamon on this. one. No, but All right. it'll be well, fun. I'll accept it. But All right. <laughs> All right. Let me get. You out. can't continue your winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is there anything I can't say? You can't say the words on the card. Okay. So you can give any other clue. So mm. here we go. I'm going to get the stopwatch out. You have one minute. Yeah. Ready, sir? Yes. One minute starts now. Uh, it's a sword that Mac holds. Katana? Yes. Uh, they fought on this roof. It's the name of a movie Opera House? studio. Uh, uh in, Silver Cup. Uh, yes. Uh, this was a sword maker in Japan. He was very famous. Uh, uh, Musashi Miyamoto. Uh, 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 what the fuck's his name? Uh, he, uh. Um, Masamune. Yes. Uh, some people might be interested in these of the antiques business, uh, especially a certain cop, uh, the ins and outs of the, the Vistiscitudes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tarzan was in. Greystoke? This, yes. Uh, rest in peace. Roddy Roddy Piper. Yes. Uh, Joan Jett sang this song. Cherry Bomb. Uh, it, <laughs> once you're. <laughs> When you're smoking a cigar uh, and you get to the very Ash smallest nubbin? part of it, it's but? a uh, cigar. Wow, this one is uh, tough. Can I skip it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Connor drank this at the bar. It's a Glen Morangi. Yes, but whiskey. a Scotch. Yes, but Scotch. How many uh, double? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and this person. Uh, Mac fought on New Year's on a roof. Oh, Wall Street Walter Reinhardt. That's right. Wow. Very good. All right. I couldn't get this. What was it? I can't even remember my clue. Oh, Stubbs. 
Stubbs. Stubbs. Uh, that was a hard one. Shit. I Games forgot Workshop. the context yep. of the uh, episode. Uh, so, Kyle, you got uh, seven points within the allotted time. Two were outside the allotted time. Oh, but you were. But I cannot believe you got Wall Street Walter Reinhardt because that was. Exactly. I tried to make yeah. it hard. I didn't put Walter Reinhardt. I put Wall Street Walter Reinhardt on the card. So you got it. Wait. Oh, it was actually I, full. Full yeah, on title. Full on Wall Street <laughs> full, Walter full, Reinhardt. Full on the dumb name I gave that guy. Yeah. So how many didn't he get? Two. Uh, three. Three because I, I didn't count. Because one got skipped. Yeah. So you can skip. I should okay. have mentioned that. But cool. Cool game, guys. Good job. Ready, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Ready to give it? Well, give I'm it to Aim and Good. Suck at this. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Say one. And go. Uh, Max sells these. Antiques. Okay. Where's he from? Scotland. Uh, who's the guy in Bad Day in Building A who gets plugged running up the stairs? Uh, Jerry! Uh, ooh. Okay. It's it's like oysters and shit in French. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Fruz de Mer. Yeah. Um, who is the wrestling act in the beginning of the first Highlander, Highlander movie? Oh shit! The Doberman Brothers. The uh, Dudley. What, what do you? What what song do you yell to heckle a band? Uh, I don't know. By, all right, we're skipping that one. Uh, what do I call Amanda's shitty art piece? Bacon in flight. Uh, Richie accuses people who go to Charlie's gym of having these. Uh, extra Y chromosome. Extra mm. X. Think of Vin Diesel movie. Triple X. Triple X chromosome. All right. Uh, the the this, you know? The Indian. Yeah. What What is the... Motorcycle. Yeah. Um, where does the wrestling match happen in the first movie? Uh, uh, Madison Square Garden. Okay. Madison and Square what do we, Garden. What do we call the villain in the, the, the episode with Buggy Ding Dong? Uh, what's it even called? Oh, shit. Innocent man. Who? What did we? What did we call him? Oh fuck! <laughs> what generic name did we call him? He's a cop. Oh. He's not. <laughs> he's not good. Bad. Uh, shit. I don't. I can't remember. Oh. I'll just. I'm just. Gonna... And it's time. Oh, sheriff, bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so you guys are uh, basically tied. You both got wow. seven. Uh, in the time allotted, and fabulous both got free, two outside the time allotted. Fabulous Freebirds. Yes, yeah, that, that was the one. Freebird. Yeah, that was the. What do you call the heckle band? Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Good job, guys. Yeah, was I was I, I was legitimately that. impressed with the. Uh, I was trying to make it, you know, hard but not too hard. I don't know. We knows our podcast. Yeah, not too shabby. I think he got yeah. bacon in flight. By the way, yeah, very good. <laughs> That's a beloved. True. So uh, why don't we hear a bit from executive producer Bill Panzer on this episode. Legacy was originally planned to be an episode called The Chalice of San Antoine. Huh? But because of a jurisdictional dispute with uh, the French Writers Guild and the Canadian Writers Guild, the episode had to be postponed. And instead, this episode had to be written. Now, we had already booked uh, Elizabeth Grayson, Amanda, months in advance. The schedule would be blocked out for how many episodes she was going to do over the course of the year, and she had blocked that time out, so we had to use Amanda, so it had to be a story about Amanda. So why not? We said have the story about how McLeod and Amanda met. And also kind of the story of Amanda's mentor, Rebecca, played by Nadia Cameron, who was a Canadian actress who lived in London for 20 years, and was absolutely fantastic struck just the right note, and became a very, very popular character of ours. Luther was a brilliant 
actor who had a very heavy Jamaican accent. He's and Jamaican? when we edited mm. the show and were doing the sound mix on the show, people were commenting that they couldn't understand what he was saying. And this led us to revoice him with oh. a Canadian actor. So he really is Jamaican like the actor. bane of this episode, right? Came out pretty well. No. Huh. The show was directed by Paolo Barsman, safe. who is uh, Dennis Ferry's best friend. attempt to pronounce that actor's name. They're both sons <laughs> of the blacklist. Both of their parents were blacklisted, and they, when they were tiny babies, they had to leave America. Tiny babies? And flee to France. But Paolo found himself a little behind schedule on this episode. So when he was shooting the final sword fight and the quickening, he just started shooting during the day and kept shooting and it became night and he figured that we would sort it out later in post-production. Wow. Which we did. <laughs> uh, Don Panessa had the idea to just play it the way we had to and found a place where we could put in the sky getting darker and night coming on and it worked a treat. And seeing how McLeod and Amanda met, He's swallowing uh, a lot. I thought he was, <laughs> yeah. he's like, really got just, a lot you of You saw spit her character. You saw her character from the very beginning. And her character has remained the same for hundreds of years. She's a thief. When we first met her, she's a thief. Today, she's a thief. She's always been a thief. Once a thief, always a thief. Tomorrow the she'll first be a thief. Time magic Next comes year down. she'll be a thief. The legend of the crystal. She's taking a break after very that. Very controversial. Yeah. About half of the audience did not like the idea of there being magic in Highlander. And the other half loved it. So under the heading that controversy is good, watch for the crystals, they'll be back. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, well also, we don't know that magic is real. Yeah. We know that one character who is now dead thought magic was real. So, you know. Right. Yeah. At this point in the show. Mm. Indeed. Yeah, unfortunately, some of this stuff gets stronger answers than maybe I would like. Yeah. Oh, I looked up on the Watcher Chronicles. Uh, So uh, Valjean was killed by Ah, At last. Yeah. (laughs) So unlike... Who am I? (laughs) So we just Watcher Chronicle 24601. Did they name that character Valjean because Amanda steals a loaf of bread in this episode? I think so. Any uh, final thoughts on this episode, Kyle? I like this a lot. I still can't believe that guy was dubbed. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I can't either. It I think that it? actually makes it weirder. Like he he does have a very weird quality about him, and I think it. I didn't realize he was dubbed either. I just thought he was weird because usually it's like really obvious yeah. when yeah. dubbed. But I think maybe the voice is so weird that it like hides it. Yeah. Also, it's a lot of times it's weird because it's like clearly like the French, like a French inspector dubbed with an American or Canadian like accent. And it like really takes you out. But like he had, I just thought he was French or North African or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't know. That's fascinating. Yeah. Good shit, though. This is a cool episode. It's got a lot of real emotional content. I give this 4.5 crystals. That's right. I was just about to ask you how many crystals shards do you give this? uh... This episode. So, Eamon. The answer is 4.5. 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eamon, how many stacked hay bales do you give this episode? I'm going to give it a three stacked hay bale. Three stacked. All right. I'll give this you, a solid four. You'll give, you, you give it four shrimps? Four shrimps. Four shrimps in a, in a <laughs> trunk. In a trunk. In a trunk yeah. in a bag. Yeah. 
I'll in a bag in a trunk. Four things I could do with shrimp. Yeah, this is a solid episode. I think Luther is the weakest part of it. He's also like he's strangely the weakest part and the strong like one of the stronger elements of it. Like yeah. he's very effective as a villain, just underutilized. Yeah, and yeah. I I wish we got I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that he dies at the end of it, but he's a character. Because they all die. Well, yeah. yeah. But he's a character I really wish came back. Well, uh, especially because he's got such a long view plan. Mm-hmm. The entire problem is that these people are getting picked off. Like, that seems like something that shouldn't be condensed into a single episode. Yeah. But maybe, yeah. you know, maybe he doesn't kill all of Amanda's or Rebecca's students. Maybe he just kills Rebecca and right. then her students start disappearing. And then maybe you finally get the... It's almost too bad we didn't get an interaction with... Amanda and Luther. Do they ever interact other like than previously, like, their fight? like it might have been neat if they no. trained for a little together or Amanda visited Rebecca when she was yeah. training Luther and maybe had, you know, maybe didn't trust him then either. You know what I mean? Like I, I just felt like they could have built this relationship a little more. Just just give him more to Luther and fleshed him out because he's cool. But. He's interesting. He's I there's th- th- that's a real drag. There's something there with that character that would have been fun. Yeah. Um, this feels like it could have honestly been a movie plot. Like, I feel like the scope of this episode feels pretty solid. Yeah, it certainly could have been a two-parter or so. Yeah. But, yeah. oh well. Oh well. Alas. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, make sure to join us next week when we'll have a very special guest to discuss this particular episode, Miss Elizabeth Grayson. So definitely stay tuned for that. I've been one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Amy. Bye-bye. See Bye. As usual, I feel like Adrian Paul can put on like any costume, and I'm like, nice. Yeah, like, like a boss. <laughs> He's like, uh, chubs. <laughs> My obelisk was <laughs> throbbing. Guys, let's ascend to godhood here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.